Welcome to A Word for the Wilderness. We pray that this episode will bring to you a word of encouragement as you walk through the wilderness of life. May your spirits be lifted and your souls fed as God's Word is proclaimed today. Now, here's your hosts, Joe Motes and Jonathan Bosby. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to another episode of A Word for the Wilderness. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode today. I sure hope you're having a wonderful day. It's Saturday, so most of you are probably busy getting things ready for Sunday. You know, Saturday is a day of preparation, and Sunday is the day that we get to see the fruits of what we did on Saturday, all the labor and all the work, all the gospel seeds that were sown in the soil of humanity. And I'm excited to see what God is going to do tomorrow. We're excited to come to you today uh, with another topic Uh, an old truth for a new year, and we're excited to get into that. But before we get into that, I got a very important question. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. How are you doing, Joe Motes? Well, brother, I'm doing wonderful. I mean, fabulous. God's been good. Been better to us than we deserve, and we're so very thankful for Him. And uh, did you have a good day yesterday? Had a wonderful day. What'd you do? We just... Was I mean, this is the day that the Lord has made, <laughs> and we good. will rejoice and be glad in it, no Praise matter what. You just be glad and happy and fine. You know, I heard the craziest thing last week. Uh, we were over at a, a softball game, and I was standing with my dear friend. I'm telling you, my dear friend, Brother Micah Christians. He's You saw him on our uh, Christmas Eve live broadcast. I was standing Christmas there Eve. listening, to, uh, you know, watching the game, and he, he looked over at me. He said, huh? I was like, What's that? He said, He said, we here in California are under a tsunami watch. Did you, did you know that? Did you know that? He said, apparently some volcano erupted or something. He said, yeah, we're under a tsunami watch. I never even heard of a tsunami. I thought that was something you get like at a snow cone shop, you know? <laughs> you know some, or maybe some flavor of ice cream, you know, tsunami. But food, he said, but, food. Guys, he spoke about food. Look where you're you. connected. Look where you're connected. Listen, food. All. <laughs> healthy <laughs> preachers, all their illustrations are about food. Healthy preachers? Healthy <laughs> preachers. Okay. Man, he's very healthy, friends. So anyway, he said, <laughs> he said, he, he, he said, yeah, we're under a tsunami watch. I was uh, like, man, that's crazy. My my folks back home, back in Georgia and kind of in the southeast, uh, they, they probably got snow last week. And uh, I, I know some of our friends, you know, especially in North Georgia and some of the Carolinas, uh, they got snow as well. And really, that never happens, especially in Georgia. When it when it snows in Georgia, all the Yankees laugh at us, you uh-huh. know, because they know how to handle snow. But we, we don't know how to handle snow. Several years ago, I mean, folks got stuck on the interstate because it snowed and it never snows in Georgia. But anyway, I thought you'd enjoy that fun fact. I want to introduce to you. So watch out for the tsunami, folks. But I want to introduce to you this year our theme here for Word for the Wilderness. And uh, we didn't really get into it last week, but I really wanted to mention it today. It's taken from Psalm 37, verse number 3, which says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Amen. And you know, Jonathan really came up with this and he, and he texted me. He, he said, hey, you know, when you get back, we need to discuss the theme. And we had a meeting about it uh, with, with our folks and our helpers here at a word for the wilderness, and it's great because, you know, two things really you got to do in this life. Once you become a Christian, two things you ought to do, trust God and do good. good. Even when things don't make sense, hey, trust God, do right. Even when things, you know, the odds are stacked up up against you, hey, trust God, just do right. And in a day where 
it's really hard to trust anybody. It's hard to trust, you know, politicians. It's hard to trust, I don't know, science uh, scientists. It's hard to trust, you know, uh, used car salesmen. I mean, it's hard to trust anybody. Anybody. But mm-hmm. but we can trust God. He'll never let you down. Amen. I mean, he, he's never going to fall short of your expectations and do good. And, and that's really all we have to do, right, Brother Amen. Jonathan? Amen. That, that's really uh, we that we can do. What we can do in these days is trust in the Lord and do good. And uh, Joe... I mean, you've been going through a lot of things. Yeah. Um, th- the past few weeks and now, especially now what you're going through, um, all you can do is trust in God and, and do good. It's true. That's all you can do. What else? I mean, looking at everybody around and you may feel like, why not me? But but you choose to trust God and, and do good and be patient. And those two, I, I mean, I said it a moment ago, but that's all you can do. And that's really all you have to do. It's not real, you know, big complicated thing living this Christian life, but it's that simple. Hey, trust God and do good. I'm excited about the episode today and the old truth that we're going to kind of go back and rediscover today. Brother Jonathan is going to give us that next week. I'm excited about next week. And I'm going to introduce it very fast before Jonathan comes up. I'm going to introduce to you something new that we're also going to start doing. Last week, we had a special guest with us, uh, Emery Fuller. And and you hear his voice at the beginning and the end of every episode. And we were happy to have him on the episode uh, here in the studio last week. We've got a special guest in the studio today. And next month, we're going to let him come on up here. And we're going to start special guest Saturdays. And so a Saturday out of the month, we're just going to have a random special guest. So last week we had Emery Fuller. Next week we're going to have our, I'm not going to say his name yet. You're going to know him next month. So stay tuned. <clears throat> but, you know, after you know, in March we're going to have, I don't know, Joel Osteen and, you know, We'll have, we'll have Joyce Myers and we're gonna shut the podcast. <laughs> we're gonna shut the podcast, and we're gonna have a great burn it, burn time, it, burn right, it, Stephen Furtow? Yeah. I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding, folks. We're not gonna. No, have I'm not that. in shorts. <laughs> I don't have tattoos. <laughs> God bless I you, brother. I preach from KJV, man. Well, hello, King James only. Come on, brother. What? What, what you That's KJV, here? that okay. King James only, man. Just making man. sure, brother. I was worried about you for a minute. <laughs> but anyway, and so we're excited about that. But Jonathan, I'm going to turn it over to you. God bless you. Stay tuned as Jonathan deals with the next old truth for a new year. Take well, it away, brother. Well, everybody, thank you so much. I, I want to, I, every episode, we want to make sure that we thank you. We thank you for supporting us. We thank you for praying for us. We thank you for helping us as we spread the word of God. And we do. We are doing this because of the commission that God has uh, given to me and given to Joe. That's right. I, I want to speak a little bit on the truth of a commission. I want to preach from the life of John the Baptist. John the Baptist was a completely different preacher. Mm. There was a time between the Old Testament and the New Testament where, where it was silent. God's word were not heard. People wanted to hear God's word, but there there wasn't any. But then there comes this man named John the Baptist. He had a a commissioning that not many people in the Bible had. Hmm. He was a very different man. Joe, tell me about that day when, when you got called to preach. In other words, tell me about that day when you were commissioned and you were sent out and you were entrusted with the word of God through preaching. Sure. It was March of 2014, and I'd uh, just gone up in the youth group, and our youth group that month went up to downtown Atlanta to a Georgia Youth Fellowship, and they have meetings every uh, every couple months there in Georgia. 
and they had a guest preacher that day, an evangelist from Kentucky named Justin Cooper. And he was up there preaching that day, and he preached from John 13, 1 on, uh, this is your hour. And boy, I realized it was my hour, and I signed up that day to answer the call to preach. I announced it June 8, 2014, uh, later that summer. Uh, But I'm so very thankful and, and really just amazed every day at the commission and the call. I mean, what an honor it is to preach God's Word. And I'm not the best preacher. I'm not the greatest preacher. I'm not as good as Jonathan over here. But I'm so very thankful for how God has blessed and used us, filled us with his power, filled us with his spirit, and the opportunities and the doors that God has opened for us. Amen. That's that's commissioning, friends. That's when God calls you for the sake of the gospel and entrusting you with the word of God to witness the word of God to people. I mean, I I I know I I make fun of Joe. We, 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 we talk about really funny things. I call out on him. He calls out on me. But, but at his age, I, I, was, I was not even 5% of what he is now. Sure, I was not even 5% of what he is now. At, at what he's doing right now. Friends, I'm telling you, he was called to preach at the age of 14. And I've seen him. I've seen the passion that he has. I've seen the work that he's put into. I've seen I've seen the videos of him. His dad showed me videos of him when I was at Georgia. He he was I mean he he was his hobby was to practice preaching. And he's 19 now. When when all the other people are are doing what they want to do, when all the other people at his age are trying to figure out things, trying to look for things, this guy right here is is in love with preaching. And that is what commissioning is. The truth of a commission. I, I want to bring to your notice the truth of a commission. From the book of Gospel of John, chapter number 1, verses 6, the Bible says, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The truth of a commission, number one, I want to bring to your notice, is there is a call in a commission. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot pick your cell phone up and talk if there's no call. There's got to be a call for you to answer the phone. If you do that, you're mad. There's a bunch of bunch of people, bunch of, I don't want to tell this, but a bunch of people preaching without the calling of Jesus Christ. The truth of a commission is there is a call. You see, the Bible says that there was a man, you see the word, sent from God. There ought to be a calling. Joe was called for preaching uh, under the under the preaching of Dr. Cooper from the Gospel of John. There ought to be a calling. Mm. You need to have a call. The truth of a commission is you need to have a call. And let me tell you this. Every Christian has a calling. Some have a calling for preaching. Some has a calling for teaching. Some has a calling to minister. Some has a calling as a layman. Some has a calling as a deacon. Every Christian has a calling. Not everybody will get called to preach. Not everybody will get called to start a Bible college. But everybody are called to witness the word of God. Everybody are called to represent Jesus Christ. Everybody are called to share the gospel. Every Christian. Today, we were a few days, last week, we were at the bus meeting and 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 brother ron was telling i you know i don't understand when people come and say i've committed myself to full-time ministry now what is full-time ministry he was telling i thought when you get saved you're full-time everybody has a call everybody has a commissioning john the baptist had a commissioning that was very different throughout the bible we see daniel had a commission what was his commission prayer he ought to pray. He had to pray. He was called to pray. 
He was called to stand up. He was called to get to the feet of our Lord, get to the throne that the whole nation could be saved. Look at Moses. What was his commission? To be a leader, to be a guide. Joshua and Aaron, I mean, what were their commission? To be the second man and help, and help Moses. Noah, what was his commission? He had to build the ark. You see, everybody in the Bible had a commissioning. They, they, they had a calling. God called Moses. God called Aaron. God called Joshua. You see in the Bible, any commissioning, it ought to be from God. The truth of a commission is there is a calling. There ought to be a calling. As I told you, how can you pick up a phone when nobody is calling you? There ought to be a call. Secondly, the truth of a calling, I want to tell you, is there is a cause. The Bible says in the book of John, Gospel of John, chapter number 1, verses 7, that the same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light. The truth of a commission is, uh, number one, you're going to have a call. Secondly, you're going to have a cause. What's the use of a call when there's no cause for it? A call comes because there is a cause for you to live for, for you to do things for. There was a call, and then there was a cause. The cause of John the Baptist here was to bear witness of the Word of God, to bear witness of Jesus Christ, to bear witness that He is coming, to bear witness of His death, to bear witness of His ministry, to bear witness of what He's going to do, to bear witness that He is here to, 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 to revive people, that He's here to save a people. Joe, when you got called, in your commissioning, you had a call, and secondly, you had a cause. What was that cause? That cause was exactly to do what God had called me to do, and that cause was to go and reach as many people that, as I could with the gospel of Christ. There are a lot of people that say they have the call, but if you don't have the cause for it, I'm telling you, it's not the right call. John the Baptist had a call. John the Baptist had, had a cause. And thirdly, I'm going to move quick. The Bible says that, that this man was crying out in the wilderness, crying out. There's a cry. There's a message. Once there's a call, once there's a cause, the cause of Jesus Christ. And thirdly, there is a message. The truth of a commission is there is a message. If there's no message, why do you have to be commissioned? Peter was commissioned. Why? He had a message. Message of what? That Jesus Christ was crucified. They hung him on that tree. They nailed him. His blood was shed. And on the day of Pentecost, when he, when he cried out, when there was that message, 3,000 people got saved. In a commission, there is a cry, a message. And finally, I want to bring this to you. You see, John the Baptist did not live a life just like you and I did, he, he, he was leading a different life, the commitment. And I, wanna, I don't want to explain this. We all know what commitment is. In a commissioning, there is a commitment. The truth of a commission, there is a commitment. Amen. So great, Brother Jonathan. Thank you so much for bringing that message today. I hope it was an encouragement and a blessing to you. Thank you so much for listening today. We'll be back next week with our final truth of this series. Hope you have a great week. See you, folks. Thank you for listening to A Word for the Wilderness. Be sure to subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at A Word for the Wilderness.